Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. I want to, I want us to read uh, from the first chapter of Philippians. I'm going to be reading verses 3 through 7. And as we come to it, let us again uh, join in prayer. Gracious God, because you are God, it is your word and your word alone that is life for us. And because you are gracious, we expect with hope and confidence that you will speak to us. We are here, God. We are listening. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The Apostle Paul, he writes, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to think this way about all of you because you hold me in your heart, for all of you share in God's grace with me, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Well, I learned a new term this week, social distancing. As an introvert, I thought I have the necessary skills for this. But even for the most extreme introvert, social distancing soon begins to feel like isolation. Add to that the canceling of all of the sporting events, you're stuck at home and no basketball to watch. This must be what the ancients thought of God smiting God's own people. There is this coronavirus that is spreading. We can't see it, so it makes us anxious. There's an anxiety virus spreading, and we can see that in empty grocery store shelves and shortened night sleep and pacing around wondering what to do with the time. We at Village are practicing social distancing because we love you and we want you to be healthy. It is our prayer that if enough of us in the city practice social distancing for a necessary season, then fewer of our neighbors will be sick. This behavior is new to us, but social distancing is not new. The Apostle Paul knew about social distancing. There are some of Paul that I find pretty hard to take. He can be really arrogant. He can say things that are quite shocking, actually. Some of that's me, some of that's Paul. Most of that is the 2,000 years that lie between us, for in many ways, we don't live in the same world. But still, in some things, Paul has been a significant teacher for me. In this particular letter, Paul writes from prison. He is jailed for his faith. 
He is cut off from folks that he loves. Prison is social distancing in the extreme. Given that circumstance, we might expect this letter from Paul to, to, to betray some anxiety, to betray some bitterness, even questioning of his faith, but none of that is there. This letter reads like a hymn of joy. And were I in that circumstance, I don't know that I would be that strong, but I want to be like Paul in this. I want him to be my teacher. And so I explore this letter to try to discern where does that joy come from? And, and two things. One thing I notice, Paul takes the long view. In, in this difficult circumstance, he takes the long view. He says, I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. The, the day of Jesus Christ. The, at Village, we call it God's promised day. It is that day when God's ultimate redemption is brought to completion, when everything that has gone wrong is made right. It's heaven, yes, but not in an individual sense alone. No, it's a day when everything is healed, redeemed, made whole. Now, here's the important thing. Paul trusts in that day, but he knows we are not there yet. Things are hard now. There is disease. There is oppression. There is anxiety, and there is fear. There is injury. There is sin. For Paul, there is actually prison. He doesn't ignore any of this. He doesn't ignore the challenging realities of his life, but he's not defined by what's gone wrong. He he takes the long view. There is a lot of talk in our time of being in the present, of being mindful, of living in the moment. There is great wisdom in that. Actually, we should use this unusual season to discern what gifts it has for us in our own spiritual lives. We need to be attentive to the present. But at the same time, it is important to take the long view, to recognize that what is happening right now will pass. In Ann Tyler's novel, Accidental Tourist, it opens when a couple, Macon and Sarah, they cut short an unsuccessful vacation at the beach. They leave early. They begin driving home on those back county roads the, that uh, work, work their way toward the beach. As they're driving through the lowlands, the rain comes, big splats on the windshield, and then it intensifies. Macon's driving, and Sarah says, can you see all right? He says, sure I can. This is nothing. It gets harder and harder. She says, I don't know how you can possibly see to drive. He said, well, Sarah, maybe you should put on your glasses. She said, my putting on my glasses will help you see? He said, not at all, but it will help you. You're looking at the windshield. You need to look at the road. Sometimes we need to take the long view. We're not looking at the right thing. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves that, that current 
current concerns will pass, we're going to be okay. We are going to be okay because there is a holy love that calls us by name and will never let us go. This time of social distancing, it's not easy. It's not enjoyable. But we'll get through it, and we'll be okay. But there's a second point I want you to notice in this letter as well. Paul says, I thank God for you because you hold me in your heart. It's, it's verse 7, you hold me in your heart. That's, that's how it's translated in my text. But if you have a different translation, it might read, I thank God because I hold you in my heart. It, it's not clear who's doing the whole, in the Greek, it's not clear who's doing the holding and who's being held. It can actually be translated either way. I hold you or you hold me. I think that's the point. I think Paul chooses this language that is intentionally amb ambiguous because he's lifting up that they hold each other, that they are in relationship with one another. Paul is intentionally remembering how important they are to one another, and that gives him strength. It, you see, they're cut off from one another, but in his heart, they're not. You see, their friendship, they, sh they share friendship, they share ministry, they share a hope for God's promised day. Caesar can put Paul in prison, but it's not what Caesar has done to Paul. It is what Christ has done for Paul that defines him. Caesar can remove Paul from his friends. He can remove Paul from his church family, but Caesar cannot destroy what they mean to one another. He is remembering their connection even while they are away. Let me invite you to do something today. Think about the people in your life who have inspired you in your faith. Think about people in your life who have loved you into faith, who, who have been examples for you of discipleship. Think about them, and as Paul did, say a prayer of thanksgiving for them today. Maybe even send them a text or an old-fashioned letter. Contact them and let them know that in this season of social distancing, you are celebrating that you are connected with them. In this season, you may be by yourself, but you're not alone. For God is not tied to this room, but God is tied to you. There's absolutely no power that can pull you from God. You may be by yourself, but you're not alone. Pray with me. Gracious God, we believe, help our unbelief. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.